host, Nick, and I want to welcome you back to another week of a Vantage Point podcast. And whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or any other platform, definitely welcome you back. This is week two of 2021, this bonus extended series uh, uh, called Perspectives. And like we talked about last week, we just really want to make sure that people are set up to have the right perspective in 2021. We know 2020 was crazy. I mean, I'm sure in 2021, we're going to say 2020 so many times. We're going to reference it. It's already a hashtag, a meme, all of those things. But I wanted to be able to, in these bonus episodes, really just encourage people, really just help them navigate. Because I think a lot of people are still so unsure of what to think of 2021. We still got 2020 residue still on us. And so bringing some amazing guests. Last week we heard from Jasmine Ryans. Encourage you to go back and listen to that. But this week, this week I'm bringing a special guest. I just met this brother. Uh, He also has a podcast. He's going to talk a little bit about that. But we're going to jump right into it. And I'm going to introduce to y'all Paul Calco. Go ahead, brother. Let, Let us know who you are, man. Where you from? What's up, Nick? First, uh, I want to say once again, thanks for having me on. Um, a little bit about me. I am a husband, I'm a pastor, and I'm a podcaster. So the, that's kind of the three roles that I feel. And I'm going to give you guys my life goals. Like, I love God. I love people. And I like to have fun, man. Not to get on a tangent, but one of the byproducts of my life, I just want to show people that Christianity is not boring. You can serve the Lord and have a lot of fun, but I digress on that. And uh, my, my mission is really to, Nick, is, is to empower people um, to do and be all that God has called them to do and be, um, you know, after sharing the gospel and they become disciples of the Lord. Of course, I want people to do everything that God has called them to do and don't procrastinate and wait in fear. And so that's just a little bit about me. All right, man. Well, I, I can tell you already, I can tell this episode is about to be one. I can already tell because we're definitely <laughs> going to go. have some fun. We're going to help some people and we're going to talk about God. We're going to hit all three uh, <laughs> for sure in this episode. And, and like I mentioned earlier, you know, this seat, this series is Perspectives Extended Cut. So while we're in 2021, right, I, I think we talked about it last week, like we made it. Like if you're listening to this, you can take that first breath and say you made it. You are Amen. in 2021. Um, I can already see the T-shirt sales of shirts. We made it through 2020. Like I could see Facts. these shirts. They just go shirts, hats. You know, all those crazy things. But, um, man, I, I really want to get your thoughts and get your perspective on this new year. And, you know, we're going we gonna to start right off the bat and just help people. Like, um, what kind of perspective should they have? Should they feel about this year? Because I think so many people, this might be one of those years, like, we really don't know how to feel about it. Like, we could be happy about it. We could be thankful about it. We can be nervous about it. Um, you know, and, and we even had this concept and we talked about it a little bit in the last, um, that your 2021, like for some people, it might be worse than 2020. Like mm-hmm. that's a reality. I think people are so, we, we don't know, right? We don't know. It could be the best year of your life. It could be the worst year of your life, but at any rate, we still need that perspective. So when you talk to people or they, you know, you talk on the podcast or in church, you know, what do you see 
about this year, this new year, 2021, compared to what we just came out of? Uh, 2021, man. I'm excited. I'm excited about what this year has to offer. Uh, and I honestly, like, I'm a little nervous just to know what to expect because you can have the grandest of plans, but then things happen, such as COVID, like it did in 2020. But I'm also encouraged and very hopeful because I look at it from I'm the type of guy I see when I see the glasses, it's, I see it as half full, sort of half empty. And I feel like if God can bring us through a year like 2020, he can bring us through anything and everything that may come our way. So I'm I'm hopeful. Um, I'm excited. I know it's just like a, a lot of people be hating on New Year's resolutions and, you know, celebrating New Year. It's an arbitrary date. But at the same time, I am hopeful. I like, you know, when the calendar starts over and we're in January and February of entirely new year. But one quick thing, um, and I conclude this, this answer, I saw a meme that said, all right, don't y'all be out there talking about 20, 2021 is our year. Come in, sit down, and don't touch nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's don't come in, don't shake up nothing. Just 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 look around and enjoy. <laughs> the, okay, the tread room, carefully. You know? <laughs> be like in an art museum. Don't touch nothing. Just just enjoy what you see. Um and, and it's so crazy because, you know, I, I think a lot of people want to have hope this year. You know, they mm-hmm. want to have it because to your point, like I've, I've made it through. I, I am, if God took, got me through that, what possibly could he have in store for me in 2021? And so Preach, sir. Um, I, I would love to just share a little bit like about your own, your, your 2020 experience, a little Justin Timberlake plug right there, your <laughs> 2020 experience, uh, Pastor Paul, and just let us know, like, what, what was that journey like for you? Bro, 2020, uh, it was a roller coaster of emotions. You start the year off, you know, I remember the first college ministry Bible study that night, everybody was looking at their phones, looking at memes about, man, are we about to be at war with Iran? So that's how the year started. Like, oh, no. And then yeah. before January gets out, man, Kobe. Don't say it. Don't say it. Kobe, oh. the whole thing. And. To this day, whenever me and my wife drive somewhere, we see a helicopter or even on TV, it's like, dang, Kobe. So that was tough. And the crazy thing is, like, obviously, I never knew him or met him, but just seeing him and rooting rooting against him a lot because I feel like he always had the best thing. So I like to root for the underdog. And (laughs) so that I felt some type of way about that. Um, And obviously, COVID. Um, I mean, so many things can be said about that, just a fear that come with that. Um, Even in the midst of that, I saw God being faithful, Nick. I remember we got on a, a team's call and it was like, all right, guys, at, and this at the church, it's at a mega church. We can pay you guys up until the next pay period. I'm like, the next pay period? And so immediately I was, you know, there was worry, there was doubt, there was fear. But lo and behold, 2021, all glory to God, you know, they didn't have to make as many budget cuts as they thought. Um, yeah, yeah. The George Floyd thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just the uproar yeah. um, that happened. And I don't know, but just that was kind of a boost in my podcast. Um, I just felt more confident in being more authentic, more authentically uh, black. And just I just felt this thing where, you know what, I'm going to be all that God has called me to be unapologetically. Um, I had this this saying, like, don't just want my black face and I want my black voice. And 
you know, this whole thing between the difference between diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Like, I want to see that the mm. table. Don't just use me in the advertisement, but I want to see that the table. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. The elections that was that happened in yeah. 2020. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know about you, but that was a great reminder that the body of Christ still deals with um, racism and still deals with division. Man, let me tell you. <laughs> Come on. Between the black evangelicals and the white evangelicals, I'm like, something's something's going on here. When, when did we when did we get on two different teams at this point? You know? Seriously, you know, it, it's just so much. Exactly, bro. And, you know, these prophets coming out and saying that, you know, Trump was going to win. And I'm like, if you say it there publicly, they need to come right back out and repent publicly as well. Um, but that's another discussion for another day. Yeah, but man, yeah. 2020 was a year of I don't want to categorize the whole year, since, but a lot of disappointment and yeah. canceled plans, mission trip, camp, speaking engagement, travel, etc. Um, but there was some redeemable mo- redeemable moments. <laughs> I turned last year in 2020, I turned 31 on the 31st. So that was like my golden birthday. And I remember yeah. coming into 2020, I was just super excited. Like, oh man, I'm gonna have a roaring twenties party and um, we're going to do it at the church, you know, celebrate with the young adults and with the other people that I know in Texas, um, but COVID and end up doing a birthday zoom and a birthday drive by. So it was a redeemable moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, bright spots started the podcast. And with my wife, so we're like doing ministry and we talked about this uh, offline, but how we're fulfilling a great commission without a passport, without getting on a plane. Um, And I I learned to save more because it was a lot of uncertainty going on from a financial point of view. And just to cap it off, God just reminded me that he he is faithful and he is sovereign. And I have learned Mm -hmm. to rest in him. And not rest in like my circumstances or rest in who's in the White House or rest in how the ties and offering going, but to rest in God and God alone. So God has been 2020 was tough, but God was tough and he was faithful and still is. Yeah, man. yeah and I, you know, I, I think a, for a lot of people like 2020 was this stripping away mm, uh, of all on. of these things that that we held dear, we held up as, you know priority or or importance and things like that and 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 i really feel like when you talk about like the sovereignty of god the power of god like i I really i would love to know like statistics like because you there's always these moments and i remember um reading about 9 11 Mm. when that happened and it was this this like mass exodus to the church because it was this uncertain time this massive thing just happened that really i think put life in per, into perspective and security and, and safety and who do you who do you put that in you know and, and i wonder 2020 was the same way you know people turning to god going to god looking for answers looking for peace looking for for joy in the midst of everything that was going on and, and i think just like you you know everybody i, I think we we've all had some highs 2020 some lows man some um some high lows, some medium, some twist around. I mean, whatever you want to call it. Everything in between. We we probably like I, I was thinking about. I, I think it was the movie um, Armageddon, and they were um, taking them up in the plane to get them used to to space, and and the pilots were like, "We're gonna twist you, we're gonna turn you," and they was doing everything you could think of with them F-14s. Man, them boys was getting flipped, <laughs> twisted. 
I mean, breaking sound barriers, all that stuff. And, and that, that's what 2020 felt like. Like, like you, if you weren't stretched before you got stretched in 2020, if you weren't Man. challenged before. And, and I think it, you know, even when you talk about podcasts and, and that, that, that ability, especially around George Floyd, like I felt that same thing. Like, mm-hmm. man, I'm gonna do this harder now. Oh because, yeah, most definitely. You know, and, and I and I was you know able to like really just seek God and do some really like serious talks and serious series about things like division and talk about those things because it, it was right in front of our face. You know, yeah. um, and, and I remember the beginning of 2020 and. You know, every church and every, I mean, mostly everybody. Oh, this is the year of vision and clarity and this and this, you know. And, and I got to the end of the year and, and and just got to the revelation like, oh, no, it's still that. Because I see everybody a whole lot clearer and a whole lot more boom in my face, you know. And, and when you think about division, I mean, I'm 37 I can't think of a more divisive time in my life because oh um, I didn't live in civil rights time. I didn't live in the pre-segregated right, times, but right. this 2020, like, I mean, we all knew it was there. We, we, as, especially as black people, we, we knew, you know, oh, yeah. we, we experienced yeah. it, but then I have never seen more races of people that weren't African-American stand up mm. for equality. Like I yeah. never, I've never seen that. Um, and, and so that was like, that was a okay. right spot. and I think it was like, you could take a, you could take one or two perspectives with that. It's like, you could take the, it's about time that y'all said something <laughs> or you know what? I'm, I'm thankful you see it. I'm thankful your eyes are opened. And, and I think for me, honestly, it, it was a little bit of both. <laughs> you know, that Yeah. Was, that was, that was my struggle too, bro. I was, I talked about that on my podcast where like, you know, different people in my church, they would ask me for um, feedback with their sermons because they, you know, they want to, they want to offend the, the black community or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I've been working at this church for four years. I've been black for 31 years. Like you could have been asking, don't just ask me for the black stuff. And so I had to, at first I was sour. And then at the same time, I was like, as a, as a Christian, that just so happens to be black. I need to steward this moment. Well, because I feel like the Lord gave the black voice, um, just kind of amplified it. And so instead of being sour that they haven't been listening all this time, you know, I'm going to do what God has called me to do since he has amplified my voice and be a wise steward over this moment and not be offended. But I'm just like you, Nick, I was in between. I was like, oh, man, it's about time, but I'm glad it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's, you know, it, I, I think people try to, man, what was the thing in 2020? I, I think they all, I, I think the one like, constant we saw in 2020 was division like we just saw it in different ways we saw it with the george floyd and the, and the systemic racism we saw division there we saw division po- politically we saw division medically do you wear a right. mask do you not wear a mask well what do you you know it's covid is real it's fake it's this it's that mm-hmm. you know church was like this should be right. open or stay closed the church be closed you know I remember one moment I caught myself in the mirror and I had a crazy faith uh, hoodie on <laughs> and um, cause you know, shout out to transformation church, my home church out here in Tulsa. Hey. And I was in the mirror and I had this crazy faith hoodie on and a mask. Mm. 
And I just thought to myself, I'm like, this must be the funniest thing to people to see. Me in this crazy faith hoodie wearing a mask. You know, because I, I mean, I've had people, well, you know, my, my faith won't let me wear a mask. My, my, my religious belief won't let me wear a mask. And I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, it's just one of those things, man. Like you saw this division so much. And so I would love, you know, even from a pastor's perspective, like, where do we really begin? Because I think 2021 has to be like, there has to be some healing in 2021 for, for anybody to really go anywhere. You know, we have to heal as a country. I think we have to heal racially, um, yeah. you know, politically. We have to be able to come. I mean, because it we can disagree. I mean, there's nothing wrong with disagreement. You know, but when disagreement becomes hatred, when it becomes divisive, right. when it becomes such, I mean, it, it just becomes personal at that point. You know, how do we, how do we step forward, step past the division of 2020 yeah. to step into some healing of 2021? Man, that's a, that's a wonderful question. Before I, I answer that, like having exercise and common sense and wisdom and walking in faith and I'm mutually exclusive. And so just because I wear a mask or don't, I can still have the same amount of faith in God, but I'm just gonna exercise caution. Uh, that's like saying, you know what? I'm not gonna lock my door or wear a seatbelt cause I got faith. Like, but once again, that's another discussion for another day and kind of going yeah. into uh, here in 2021 before I get here, like, and it's thinking about 2020 and there's some people that and to the person, listen, you may come in, you still feel the sting of 2020. You may still feel hurt. And I just want to say, it's okay to feel what you feel. Um, God is big enough to handle all of your emotions. If, we, if you're sad over 2020, God can handle that. If you're nervous over 2021, God can handle that. If you're, yeah. dis- if you're disappointed and even um, afraid, bring it to God because he can yeah. handle that. And so going into this year, and uh what i've learned from last year man is heavy on the self-care yeah um i make sure i get my sunlight i get my sleep <laughs> yes, uh, sir. my wife bought me a fitbit a while back so i try to get my steps in i can do a better job in that um i see a pastor slash counselor once a month because who pastors the pastor uh we need people that mm-hmm. we can have those conversations with um and just like a byproduct of the counseling that helps out my marriage because i don't want to bring all my drama from you know, life to my wife, like we share stuff, but I don't want to overburden her with everything that goes on. Um, and this year I'm going to be more intentional with my joy. Uh, I remember last year, one thing that was really big that I would say is don't postpone your joy. In other words, you know, people, uh, wait till Friday or they wait till the weekend or yeah, yeah. single people want to wait till they get married. Um, college students want to wait till they get the degree. Listen, don't postpone your joy. You can have joy right now. Um, and man, once again, I'm positive, I'm hopeful. Um, but in all honesty, Nick, 2021 won't necessarily be a new year, it may be another year, but it won't be a new year, it won't be different unless I make it different. So, in other words, if I step into this year with the same habits, the same mindsets, it won't be a new year, it'll just be another year. So, to the listener, I'm asking you, like, what are you going to do differently this year? Like, what books are you going to read? What podcasts are you going to listen to? Of course, uh, Vantage Point Perspectives. Of course, that one and Real People Real Talk. Uh, but yeah. let go of the let go of the old. Uh, uh, what habits or what people no longer serve you or mean um, 
any good. So, you know, I don't want us to go around in this month, keep saying happy new year when it's really not a new year, but another year because we haven't done anything differently. So my question, I know, Nick, you asked me a question, but now I ask the question of your, your dear listeners. What are you going to do this year to make it differently, to make yeah. it different? And I know there, and at the end, we'll, you'll be getting your, your IG, but I know um, you had posted something um, that really asked that same question. Like it talked about, um, and I want to let you expound on it a little bit, but it basically, you were, um, you, you asked a question or, or basically no, eight things you need to purge right now. Um, and you talked about contacts, IG feed, Facebook friends, email, media, your car, right? <laughs> Clean your car, uh, living space, uh, your spirit. Um, and, and I'm, and I, when I hear you talking about kind of what are you going to do different? So it's not just yeah. quote unquote, another year, Come on, you know, talk a little bit about that, that purging like that literally, you know, because I think a lot of people, they want to go into this new carrying old, carrying the same, carrying weight, whether they didn't cast it off in prayer, where they didn't just chuck deuces to old boy or old girl and say, ah, you know, keep it real. Um, where where do you see that value um, in that purging? Where do you see that at? Yeah, I think I think about it in one of the gospels where it was said you can't pour new wine into old wine skins. Yes, sir. And so my prayer has been, Lord, make me new. We even see in Isaiah said, behold, the Lord is doing a new thing. And so I want to put myself in the position for God to do some new things. And so I'm huge on this every January. Like I, I, I'm big on declutter. I'm not a minimalist, but I'm huge on decluttering. So I go through my clothes. All right, if I ain't wore you in a year, I got to let you go. If I keep saying one day I'm going to fit you again, I'm sorry. I got to let you, I got to let you go. <laughs> now I may keep a few pieces just for uh, motivation. Motivation. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got exactly. a few in the closet for motivation too. I'll never Most wear Most definitely, bro. <laughs> it's like, just in case. Just in case. Uh, my car, clean it inside and out. Drawers, every shelf. And just, I want to go in with a newness and, um, whatever apps I'm not using, pictures, et cetera. But even like, those are physical things. But one thing I feel like people even on Instagram really resonated with was the one when I said forgive, because yeah. that's a bondage. That's a hindrance that a lot of people hold on to. Um, yeah. While I was at home um, over the holidays, um, I just see a different source from different family members and I had a great aunt and she was uh, recalling, recounting a story. It was somebody that she was mad at. And this person was like dead and gone. I was like, Man, forgiveness is, is huge. I heard one yeah, preacher yeah. say it's like drinking poison, but you're hoping that the other person would die. And if you don't do anything in this new year of 2021, I would say, listen, forgive yourself. Because if God can forgive you, who are you not to forgive yourself? And then forgive others. Because unforgiveness is like a prison where you have the key to it. And you have the key. But you're also the one that you're the prisoner because your unforgiveness don't hurt nobody but yourself. So but forgive you. that person, whether they dead or alive, forgive them and let them go. And let the church say amen. 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 Man, you know, and I know like that's something I know I've, I've dealt with forgiveness, um, mainly myself, forgiving myself of, of things from my past, but also the forgiveness of other people. Um, and, and I know at TC, we just finished this amazing series called Forgiveness University. 
and well, we we talked all about <laughs> um, forgiveness um, and put a whole new spin on the term "fu." Like put a whole new spin on that because I think there there's so much in there, man. And, and one of the more powerful ones was about fathers. And and I know for me, when I talk when I think about perspective gained in 2020, um, it was man, life's too short. Like in an, in an instant. And and you mentioned it earlier, but I think for me, and I'm, I was a, I'm a huge basketball fan. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was an even bigger Kobe Bryant fan. I wasn't even a Lakers fan. I was a Kobe Bryant fan, like from afar. Um, I grew up in Chicago, so I was a Bulls fan through and through still am. Um, but Kobe, that was, that was, that was my dude. And when Man. I heard that, it, it literally, just, I mean, and I, I was like you, I don't know Kobe. I'd never met him before in my life. Right. But it was one of those things like, like I, I literally said, I know how my mom felt when Luther Vandross died. Because mm. she didn't know Luther. She didn't know him. But she sure enough <laughs> called me crying about it. Man. I said, you didn't know him? And then and now we feel, now, and yeah. I'm like, oh my good, like man, like I cried. I, I I literally shed some tears for this brother because it was I did too, bro. Unexpected. <laughs> we literally just saw this man the day before tweeting about LeBron passing right. him on scoring, and then the next day, and, and I and I really that that I mean that along with the other people that were on the plane, the helicopter with right. him. So many of thousands of people with COVID and, and then Chadwick Bozeman and then other celebrities. I, I mean, it literally just, it made me have this perspective that life is just in an instant. It could be done. Yeah. That's what, and, what's to say in James, how it says, um, our life is like a mist. It's like a vapor. Yeah. And that struck me also because I'm like, it reminded me how fragile life is and it can happen. Definitely not a respect of any person. Cause here is Kobe. Like he's probably the most in shape 40. I don't think he made it made 40 yet. Um, late thirties. Yeah. Um, and you know, he just not too long retired from the game and he was going into his second act of writing books and being a family man. And man, I don't, I don't know if he, if he knew the Lord or not. I heard some stories where he, he went to mass that morning and yeah. I kind of reminded the scripture like, why gain the whole world and lose your soul? And I'm not saying about Kobe so I'm just saying in general, like, man, the only thing that we take into the next life is our faith with the Lord. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think just so many, when you get that layer of perspective and then it just adds on different things. So you, you start to think about everything differently, like Facts. everything, what's important, what matters, what, What's valuable? What you know, we we get this life, you know, not to cliche the soap opera, but we literally get this one life to live. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> as real though. And what do we do with it? Um, and, and it, it's so much that that can be unpacked in that. But I I feel like there's there's people that are still gonna have that, and you mentioned it earlier. They're still gonna have that sting. Of, of death because we're talking about a celebrity who we didn't know but there are people who lost people they did know or yeah. his family losing him like that that sting of death 
um, for us that are still here, you know, mm-hmm. even though we like, and I think that's, um, you know, this, this, a realness that Christians should have is like, we believe in God. We believe in, 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 you know, living eternal life with him. But while we're on earth and we witness death, it still stings. Oh, even yes. though we know he took the sting away for the right. people who died. But we know like there's still that because we had that attachment to people. Exactly. Um, especially when it's unexpected, you know, um, because I, I remember in 2017, I lost my grandmother. Um, mm-hmm. This was the first immediate family member that I had lost. Like uh, oh, wow. that was close to me. Like I had yeah. real relationship with actually, no, I take that back second, but okay. first in terms of like immediate, my mother, you know, um, cause right. I lost a cousin a year before who was very close to me, but my grandmother was, was different. Yeah. It, it hit different. It, it hit, hit different. different because now she was 83, you know, she was mm-hmm. um, in a nursing home and, and um, she started suffering from dementia Mm. And she ended up passing in her sleep. Mm. And, um, but when I got the call and I realized like that moment, like it, it still stings a bit to this day. Like I'll have these moments, I'll be in Walmart and I'll see something that she used to get. And it just, I mean, like she's not here, you know? Um, but that sting like I know mm-hmm. there's people that are walking into 2021 with that sting of losing that loved one um, that was unexpected, whether it was COVID, some other thing mm-hmm. or whatever it was in 2020. Um, what what encouragement do you give those people? Like, because I, I know for me, it it took prayer, time um, and and, you know, time doesn't always heal all wounds. Um, it, it makes it easier to, you know, I, I feel like in time for me, it was the, it wasn't necessarily the time from her death till now. Mm-hmm. It was the, the relationship with God in the time yeah, that helped wow. me. And so I know that people, cause there's going to be people that maybe they, maybe that was their first inclination of coming to the Lord. Maybe that was their first person they lost. And I don't know why I'm like resting right here on that spot, mm-hmm. but I won't, you know, just share with people when you think about that, that sting and how can they move forward in 2021, especially when it's somebody they thought was going to be there with them in 2021. Yeah, bro. Encouragement related to grief. Like grief is one of the things where there's no like time clock on. It's not like, all right, it's been, it's been 10 years. You should be over it. No, that's, that's not the case. And I agree with you. I don't think that time heals all wounds. I do feel like God moves within time. Like, for example, like um, my dad could be 150. And if he passed with 150, it still will hurt. Like I say, um, I was talking to him over the over the holidays, and he was like, Man, he was saying how every now and then, kind of like you in the store, he misses his parents, and his parents been gone for years. I think his his dad been gone since like the the 70s had a wow. very old grand grandfather yeah, yeah. and it's it still hurts to this day and i say it like this there are some things in his life we would never get over i'm just gonna keep it real there's some things in his life we won't get over but god can see us through it and a lot of times people say a day at a time but sometimes a day is too long especially yeah. when the grief just hits you sometimes it's moment by moment and god can be with us a moment by moment 
and this God that we serve can give us peace that surpasses all understanding. It's like, God, why did you take this person? And I don't understand this and that, but God can give you a peace. Uh, and over the holidays, we visited my, I think I alluded to her earlier, my great, uh, my great aunt, her, the oldest living relative on my dad's side. We're, we're on both sides, the oldest living relative mm-hmm. from that generation. And the Lord has kind of given her like a, a peace because at first, like when we when we first visited her, she was sad. She's like, "Man, the Lord took everybody. Um, you know, my parents and I. I know y'all, my family, but He took my parents and He took my siblings, and uh, I'm like the next one." And then my mom started, you know, talking to her, ministering her, telling the scripture, and saying, "You know, it's okay to feel what you feel." But it kind of kind of turned around. It was like a moment by moment thing, and we left yeah. the house, and she was smiling. And we're not saying like grief won't come back again, because once again, grief just hits in different ways like you could yeah, be yeah, man yeah. it's been a it's been a great month i haven't thought about it then like i said just a trigger like oh man or that was my grandmom's bible something like that so i would say hold on i'm gonna sound church now but hold on to god's unchanging hand and stay close to him because he's the only one that can heal that pain and help you to not move past it but to move with it yeah, and, and I think that's that that's so good because I I I really feel like twenty twenty one is, is going to be this this year of healing, and and mm, and connection, uh, with God where people are gonna gonna find Him. Um, I I think they're walking into twenty twenty one with Him, and I think there's still gonna be some people that uh, you know I don't I don't know I don't know I I keep hearing about God I keep hearing about God, and and I know twenty twenty is it was a tough one, but. Man, I don't know. You know, they just said this uncertainty. And so I, I, I love what you said there. And I want to give um, and, and I've done this with every episode of Perspective. When we close out, we pray. We have just a moment of prayer um, because I feel like that's so vital um, for people. I know that that was like a, a perspective that I also took from 2020 is like I need to pray more. Like, yeah, I need to be real with God, first of all. Um, and not just, Oh God, I pray this. Everything goes back to no, 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 no. Right. Like, no, I need to be specific and, and real, real. Like, cause he already know. And ain't like, you don't know what I'm thinking. Exactly. <laughs> so might as well just, just, bleh, here you go, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and let's see what he do with it, you know? Um, but I want to, um, close on this, um, note. And I, and I know we, we've covered a lot of things, a lot of different topics. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, you know, you're sitting with your young adult, um, young adults at, at the church that you're pastoring at and you know it's that first service of 2021 they looking like we've been talking they they looking high they looking low they looking <laughs> all just all over the place like what's that this final words of encouragement you would give them like this fine if you could sum everything up um, and not necessarily summing up 2021 right but what's what's those maybe two or three things or more that if they do these things in 2021, they will they will come out of it better than they went into it. Yeah, um, it would definitely be first and foremost to Matthew six thirty three: Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Too often we seek after the things and we miss out on God. That's out of order. But we, when we seek God, the right things will come in his will and his purposes. So first and foremost, uh, find your church to connect with. And depending on what COVID does, find your online church to connect with. Um, spend time with the Lord in prayer. Spend time with the Lord in, in, um, in his word. So number one, um, seek the Lord. 
Number two is to value relationships. Uh, one thing that I really leaned on even more is my relationship with my parents, with my my in-laws, who I call my in-laws because, you know, blood can't make us no closer, uh, whether it's through FaceTime, through Zoom, or traveling to see them and bringing our mask and sanitizer. Uh, relationships are key. Um, so value relationship with the Lord and value those that the Lord has given you. And one thing that was really in my spirit in 2020 that has kind of crossed over into 2021, and it's kind of really my message that I want to sh- share with people is, it's to shoot their shot. And I know a lot of times, you know, when people hear that phrase, they think, oh, it's about asking the girl out. But when I say shoot your shot, I'm saying do that thing that God has been stirring in your heart to do. I feel like there's some things that God was was calling you to do in 2020, but you kept putting it to the side. You kept procrastinating. But I want you to shoot your shot, man. I remember I was listening to um motivational speaker and he was giving this talk and he was like what's the richest place on earth and somebody was like um it's the oil fields in the middle east he was like no somebody else said it's the mining in africa he was like no he said the richest place on earth and nick i bet you know this it's, it's a graveyard it's books that was never written businesses that were never created yes, songs sir. that were never written and then the updated to our time um podcasts that were never launched youtube channels blogs and so i just want to encourage you to do the thing that god has called you to do because i started my podcast and i just want to say that i am so fulfilled not in like the numbers or the accolades or anything like that I'm not saying that i have that but i'm fulfilled in my obedience to the lord because when you're walking in purpose when you're walking in god's will when you are um walking and doing the thing that he has called you to do there's a certain level of fulfillment of peace and joy um that that comes with that and you may be saying i don't i don't have a lot man i started with the cheapest microphone in my closet and you know still did it and last thing i want to say man i remember on this account when jesus uh fed the five thousand plus with two fish and five loaves the disciples they looked at that amount of food and said what is this among so many and jesus said in his famous words was bring it here and then maybe you may be looking at your life and like man what what am i among you know so many other things that you know or other people and you know god is saying hey bring it to me because in god's hands that two fish and five loaves fed five thousand plus and when you put your gift and your talents in god's hand God can use you to reach the masses and the masses may not be millions, may not be thousands, but it's the people that need to hear your voice. So shoot your shot, my friend, shoot your shot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I think those are three excellent things. And I love the last one because I think it, like you said, it gets a, not a negative connotation, but it gets a singular meaning, (laughs) but, um, definitely, um, you know, and I'll, I'll reference, uh, Hamilton, uh, you know, don't throw away your shot either. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like that one too. Definitely got to shoot that shot, man. Paul, I appreciate you being on, man. Um, two things before we go. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have you pray for everybody. Okay. Um, and then after that, um, I'll let you to let people know how they can connect with you. Um, whether it's Instagram, YouTube, whatever it is, yeah. However, your podcast, all of those things, and so. You could do it whenever, whichever order you want to do it in. Okay. I do connect with me and I end with prayer. Um, The way you guys can connect with me is on, I love to be on Instagram. My handle is Paul W. Calco, just my first and last name, middle initial. Uh, Nick may put that in the show description. And in my podcast, I was Real People, Real Talk. Whatever you listen to this podcast, you can listen to mine after this. I believe in, um, quick thing, I believe in collaboration over competition. 
So you can listen to Nick's on Monday, listen to mine on Tuesday, or w- whichever one you know brings you closer to the Lord of or scratches that itch. And so one of the things I like to do there is really to equip and empower every listener to be and do all that God has called them to be, and to move them from surviving to thriving. You know, spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, relationally. Because I believe first I want you to know Jesus, but I also want you to thrive in those other areas. So that's a little bit about me. But more importantly, let's go to the Lord as I pray for you. Father, just lift up a listener right now. We thank you in your word, how it says, behold, you are doing a new thing. And Lord, I just rebuke the spirit of heaviness, um, the spirit of disappointment, the spirit of despair, um, the spirit of defeat. We thank you that we may get disappointed, but we won't face defeat because your word tells us that you give us the victory. And Lord, we don't have to fight for victory, but we fight from a place of victory. And Lord, as you say in Psalms 51, I just pray for the listeners and myself that you will restore the joy of our salvation to every person that have lost his joy i just pray that you restore their joy in jesus name amen 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 man thank you again man this has been again i'm telling these bonus episodes they are (laughs) they are different that's all i can say um encouraging as we go into 2021 and definitely um all of Paul's info will be in uh, the description of the of the show. You'll be able to follow him. Check him out on Instagram. Dude is a riot on Instagram. Let me tell you, it's <laughs> the, some of the funniest stuff you will see. Um, definitely check out his podcast, Real People, Real Talk, um, on all major platforms for sure. Um, and then we're going to be back next week with another special guest, another bonus episode. We got two more. Um, before we launch season three, and I just want to just throw that out, uh, February 1st, 2021, will be Vantage Point season three, and we're going to kick it off with a series called Dream Vision, um, and we're going to really look at, do does our vision allow us to dream? Um, and then again, Paul, thank you so much for rolling with us, being part of the Vantage Point family. Welcome to the family. You in now. Um, we'll give you the key in a minute. Uh, but definitely I appreciate you being a part everybody out there thanks for rolling with us another week this has been an episode of Vantage Point catch y'all later